Hey, hey, so welcome to my very first podcast episode. Um, I am pretty excited to start this. Um, I've been wanting to start one for a while. A little bit of insight about me. I went through a really dark, really bad place a couple of weeks ago and I discovered podcasts. I'm 25 and technology has been around forever and I only just discovered podcasts. And I'm pretty tech savvy. I love Spotify, I love my stuff, but yeah, I only just found podcasts. Um, I want to give a shout out to a podcast called Do You Fucking Mind? That podcast got me through so much. It is a fantastic podcast, she is amazing, and I would highly recommend you guys go and have a listen because, you know, she really pulled me out of a dark place, and I will be forever grateful for her, and she is the reason I made my own podcast. Um, Okay, so let's get started. I am a romantic. I love love, any kind of love. So what better subject to start on for my first podcast than love? Um, My, the way this is going to work is I have an email address. You guys can email me at starcrossedopinions at hotmail.com, capital S. And I want your questions. I want your stories. Send it to me. Send anything you want. I am here to listen. I will reply. I will, you know, mention you on my story. Everyone is going to be anonymous. But, you know, we are all in this together. At the end of the day, we are all in this together. And I want to know that... I want people to know that I'm here. I want people to know that even though they don't know me, even though I'm a complete stranger, that I'm here to listen. I'm here to help if I can. I'm here to give you advice. And let you know that you are not alone, whether you are 13 or 34 or even older. You are not doing this by yourself. You know, there are people out there. People can be judgy. People can be hurtful. And we all go through things. And it's okay. It's okay to go through things. You know, I am the eldest of five. I have two younger sisters and two younger brothers. And I'm constantly telling them that, you know, you just need to be yourself. And I've only learned that recently myself. But you just need to be you. The right people will love you for who you are. The wrong people can... The right people can get fucked. They are not worth having in your life if they cannot accept you for who you are. And it gets lonely. If you have spent a certain amount of time being a certain person and doing things a certain way and then you decide that you want to change, you want to change for the better, you want to better yourself, you could lose friends. You could lose a relationship or a potential relationship. But that itself says that they don't accept you for who you are and they are not worth having in your life so open the door and tell them to get the fuck out simple as that okay so my question for all of you guys listening is soulmates do you think they exist um how do you know if they are your soulmate and do you have just one i have heard a lot of people talk about this you know when i'm going down the street or if i'm talking to my friends or family you know this is It's a big subject when it comes to love. So I want to know your opinions. I want to know if you think you have found your soulmate or whether you think that soulmates are just complete bullshit. I really want to know. There are no wrong answers. You know, I genuinely want everybody's opinion and I want people to argue both sides. So don't be afraid to tell me that I am wrong and that soulmates don't exist. My opinion on that is I believe we have different kinds of soulmates. I believe that 
I have found my soulmate in my best friend. We have never been romantic. We have never crossed that line. No one can tell what the future is, but there's always a chance that we could potentially be romantic. But, you know, we've been friends for 10 plus years and he is my soulmate. He gets me. He, I can bounce off him. He doesn't judge. We are just, you know, like we're an explosion when we're together. Um, so I believe that he is my soulmate. Being that I am obsessed with love and obsessed with romance, I believe that there is somebody out there for everybody. But I don't know if there is just one. You know, personally, I have been in a few serious relationships. I've been in a few relationships that are long-term. Um, and I used to think that they were my soulmate and then it didn't work and I was heartbroken. But they all taught me something. You know, they taught me something about myself or they taught me something about other people and you know like maybe there is one soulmate out there for me I believe that everything in our life that happens you know is a pathway to the person we are supposed to be with um, and I want to believe that there are soulmates out there but again I haven't lived through it yet so you know stay with me on that one I could turn around in a week's time and say hey I found my soulmate but you know, each to their own. Um, okay, so what else was I going to say? Definition of soulmate. I love Google and I'm the type of person that will Google my symptoms when I get sick. I could have, you know, I have a little rash on my leg and I will Google it and I know I shouldn't because <laughs> a bit of advice to everybody don't Google your symptoms because you will Google it and you will find out you are dying when realistically you're probably just having an allergic reaction or you probably just changed your washing detergent. But if you Google it, you will find that you are dying and you only have one day to live and you will freak the fuck out. I do that. So instead of doing that, call your mum. That's what I do. I call my mum and I say, mum, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I've got this rash. What do I do? And she tells me to calm down. It's probably nothing. You know, so call your mum call your sisters, brothers, family, friends, call somebody for advice or if you don't have any of them or you don't want to call them, just book a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Google is not good for that sort of thing. Um, in saying that, I do love Google for a lot of other things. Google is amazing. I'm old-fashioned, I love my books, but sometimes you just can't beat technology. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what an urban dictionary is, it is pretty much a normal dictionary, but a lot weirder. You know, it's not as scientific. It's not as 100% true. I mean, you can Google your name on the Urban Dictionary. I Googled mine at some point years ago, and I'm pretty sure it told me that I was a crackhead and I was some sort of whore. That's just what my name told me. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, well, I didn't know that, you know. So have fun. Google your name. Tell me what your name says. I'd love to hear it. Uh, so I looked up on the Urban Dictionary Soulmate. And I quite like this, but there is something in it that I want to talk to everybody about. So it says, no one can predict when soulmates will meet. You will meet your soulmate when the souls are ready to meet. Fate and destiny contribute to the romantic bliss and the happiness where both partners are so immersed in a strong karmic connection. The relationship between soulmates has a certain magical, mystical feel to it. 
The love is so strong, the chemistry is unexplainable, and sex is mind-blowing. Destiny makes sure these people find each other and gives two people the opportunity to have a fabulous relationship, grow as people, and learn valuable lessons. A soulmate relationship is a concert between a being conducted by the universe. With your soulmate before you, you shed the fears and masks that deny you real love. You both work together in balance and always striving for equality and respecting each other's contributions. Love is the centre of everything you do. The synergy will be magnified with the power you need to manifest your dreams together. Soulmates feel that their souls are connected no matter the distance. Everything blends together harmoniously. Conversations flow seamlessly. You feel their touch when they're apart and their voice echoes in your mind peacefully. A soulmate is your twin, a reflection of yourself someone who will hold your hand and walk with you in darkness. Your soulmate makes you proud and everything he or she does or says you find enlightening. A soulmate completes you. So think about that for a minute. First of all, mind-blowing sex. We all need mind-blowing sex. Let's be realistic. You cannot be with someone long-term if the sex is shit. Um, You know... You shouldn't just be with someone because it's great sex. Obviously, you need other aspects and other things, you know, to keep you happy. But mind-blowing sex is a huge thing. Um, Or at least good sex. (laughs) One thing I want to point out, though, the most important part of this whole thing is a soulmate completes you. I used to believe in that. I used to believe that we are only half a person until we found our other half. And it's only been recently that... I strongly disagree. If you think about it, we go through our whole lives thinking we are half a person and that we need another person to complete us. I don't think that's okay. If we find someone who completes us, we are finally whole. That's great. We feel amazing. We feel like ourselves. We've found our soulmate, so to speak. But what if that doesn't work? If that doesn't work, we're back to square one. You know, we are back to being half a person. And we should never be half a person. You should be a whole person. You don't want to give yourself to somebody if you are only half a person. You need to love yourself. You need to complete yourself and then find someone who accepts that and loves you for that. You know, someone that completes you, it's not okay. You know, if you go into a relationship as a whole, you go in complete. You know, you can give that person your absolute all. And that is going to be a fantastic relationship. If, unfortunately, it doesn't work and you are back to square one, yes, it's going to hurt, you're going to cry, you're going to have a breakdown, you know, however you heal from a broken relationship, that's fine. But, you know, at least you're leaving complete. You're not leaving half a person. Nobody wants to be half a person. So my advice would be to make sure you are complete, make sure you are whole and you're not needing somebody else to feel whole. And then I guarantee your relationship, your next relationship will be better. You know, um, since I've come to that realisation, I have not yet been in another relationship. But I'm hoping that the more things I learn, the older I get, I'm going to learn. I'm going to be better. I learn something new every single day. Um, So, you know, you just... You need to do what you think is right. Everybody has a different definition of soulmate. Everybody has a different definition of love. Um, And everybody's different. Nobody is in the wrong. Um, Unless, you know, you're a cheater or, you know, something huge, something that you can't get over. 
yeah, okay, maybe you need to clean up your shit and do things properly. But I've met so many people. I have met, you know, people that are in open relationships and that works for them. You know, they are committed to each other and they love each other and they have a life together, but they also can be with other people, you know, not fully committed, but they can go and sleep with other people. They can go on dates with other people and that works for them. They go home every night to the person they love and it works. If that works for them, then that is awesome. Personally, I would never do that, but everyone needs their happiness. Everyone needs their way of doing things. And if that works for them, you cannot judge. That is one thing I need to stress to everybody is do not judge other people. You have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. You could meet somebody, you could meet a perfect couple, you know, um, you know, a guy and girl couple or same sex couple. It doesn't matter. You meet a couple and you look at them and you see the way they interact with each other. You can see the love that they have for each other. You hear about their life and you think, oh my God, they're perfect. You know, I want to be like them. Great. But if you meet a couple and you can tell they've got flaws, you know, you, you think that, you know, you, you meet a couple and one of them says, oh, we have an open relationship. I can go fuck this person and my missus doesn't care. Don't judge them. You know, that's, that's their relationship. They don't have to answer to anybody else. So you don't judge them based on what they want to do. If it makes them happy, then you should be happy for them. It's really as simple as that. Um, that's probably one thing that pisses me off a, a lot. And I will bring that up in my future episodes is judgment, you know, judgment against color, against sexual preference, what you want to look like, what you want to dress like, what you want to do. There's no reason to judge. It's as simple as that. And you treat people. My mum gave me the best advice one day and it was treat others the way that you want to be treated yourself. So think about that. Would you want to walk down the street and people judge you based on what you wear or judge you based on how you talk or who you're with? No, you wouldn't. You would tell them to get fucked or you would go home and cry because you just feel like shit. So if you don't want people to do that to you, don't do it to other people. It's really simple and it's called common decency. Sorry, I couldn't talk for a second there. Um, but it's called common decency. Simple as that. Um, okay, so another thing I wanted to mention was, you know, how... Can you tell if they are your soulmate? If you believe in soulmates, which I'm not saying everybody does, but if you believe in soulmates, how can you tell that they are your soulmate? I want your thoughts. Uh, is it just a gut feeling? Is it a look? Is it their actions? Can you only tell if it's over a long period of time? Do you believe in love at first sight? Um, now I'm going to answer those questions. Do I believe in love at first sight? Um... Okay, so I recently met a man and, you know, obviously I have no idea if they'll ever listen to this, so I'm not going to mention names, but I met him on Tinder and personally I don't, I don't usually do Tinder. I don't do the one night stands. I think Tinder has its limits. Again, you're kind of judging somebody based on their photos and a little tiny bio and I have found personally a lot of people on Tinder are just looking for a quick fuck. You know, their girlfriend's at home, they're doing their thing, or they're single and they just want to sleep around. And that's fine if that's what they want to do, you know, each to their own. But personally, that's not who I am. 
Um, but I had a bit of an epiphany and thought, you know, COVID times, got to get back in the game and I'll just see where it goes. So I met this guy and he is amazing. I think he's great. We clicked instantly when we started messaging. Um, he lives about three hours away from me, three, four hours away. Um, and I've seen him twice. Twice? Yeah, I've seen him twice. I actually went up and stayed with my cousin around where he lives and we met each other in person and just, we clicked. It was amazing. Anyway, we got onto the subject of do you believe in love at first sight? I used to say yes. If somebody asked me that two weeks ago, I would say yes, 100%. I believe in love at first sight. You know you love them as soon as you see them. Um, but he had a different opinion. He pretty much said that, you know, you can't fall in love with someone straight away. You can fall in love with, you know, what they do or what they say or how they act. But it's after that that you really fall for them. And it makes sense. You know, I could meet somebody and fall madly head over heels for them without knowing anything. And as much as I encourage people falling in love, it's probably not okay to do that if you don't know them. Because you need to get to know them, you know, ask them questions, hang out with them, see them around their friends, see them around their family, and then judge on whether you have fallen for them or not. Um, and, you know, you need to have a connection. You need to have a connection with somebody. You need to have a physical connection. You need to have a mental connection. Because if you don't have both, then it's not going to work. You can have a purely physical connection to somebody where the sex is fantastic and every time you're with each other, it's electric, you know, and you just want to jump at each other's bones every time you see each other. That's fine. If you have a physical connection with someone, that's fantastic. But if you're looking long term and you have a physical connection, but not a mental connection, well, to ask yourself where that's going to go. Yes, you'll have great sex and it'll be fantastic. But can you, you know, sit down with them on a Friday night after work and watch a movie or, you know, sit down and have dinner with them? Can you have a good conversation? Can you hold a good conversation? No, probably not. If you don't have a mental connection, if you can't talk to each other, it's not going to go very far. You might have amazing sex, but that's it. That's all you're going to have. And vice versa. You know, you can be mentally connected to somebody and get along like a house on fire. But if you're looking long term... There's got to be a physical attraction. You know, sex is a big thing in a relationship. And I used to hate when people said that. But sex is a huge thing in a relationship. It connects you. Other than the fact that we have urges that need to be filled. <laughs> it is a connection between two people. It brings two people so much closer. You know, you're not even... There's nothing separating you. Not even a tiny piece of clothing. You feel closer to that person. You feel more connected to that person. And there is nothing more rewarding than falling in love with somebody and feeling that connection in your heart and knowing that you want to be with them and then feeling it physically. There's nothing better. So you need a physical connection and a mental connection for things to work properly. Um, I forgot what my original question to myself was. No idea. Um, I am now nearly 20 minutes into a podcast and I'm excited that I made it this far. <laughs> the last podcast I listened to went for 45 minutes and I thought, oh my God, girl, how do you make it go that long? 
but the stuff that she was saying and the stuff that she was talking about, you know, you don't even realize it goes for 45 minutes. Next minute you've listened to three podcasts and you've, you know, lost three hours of your day. But if you're really into it and people are liking what you're saying, you know, it's just like having a conversation with somebody. So I'm hoping that you all are still here and that you are all still tuned in. Um, I'm going to leave this podcast around this time, I think, because I don't want to completely talk your ear off. Um, but please send me an email at starcrossedopinions at hotmail.com. Tell me your stories. Ask me questions. I am literally an open book. You know, as long as you are not harming yourself or I don't feel like you are in danger, you can message me anything. You know, like you can message me saying, hey, I just hooked up with this guy and he's got a weird shaped penis. I will help you. You know, I'll give you the best advice that I can or you can do something as stupid and as silly as, you know, I woke up this morning and I couldn't decide what to have for breakfast. You know, nothing is stupid. I'm here for everybody, all ages, everybody, guys, girls, doesn't matter. You know, I have been known to give great advice, but, you know, only time will tell and you have to test me. So please ask me questions, share your stories. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Everything is anonymous. Um, if I feel like I want to put it on my sto- um, on one of my episodes, I'll ask you. I'll ask if that's okay. But please, any time of the day, any time of the night, send me a message. I'm always here. Okay, that wraps up my very first podcast episode. <laughs> Woo! That's awesome. Okay, so that's it. I will try and upload one episode per day minimum. If something happens and I feel like I need to vent, if I feel like something has happened in my life or I see or hear something that I think is important for people to hear, I will record it and I might, you know, upload four, five, six episodes. Who knows? Um, But please give me feedback. I'm here. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but whenever I say, you know, thank you, I'm here till Tuesday, I think of Shrek. Anyone that has seen Shrek knows exactly what I'm talking about, you know, like try the veal. (laughs) Okay. So thank you for listening. I hope you liked it. Please tune in for the next episode. No idea what I'm talking about yet, but hey, we're going to see where it goes and we are just going to wing it. Okay, have an awesome day and stay positive and be true to you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Star-Crossed Opinions. Um, this is my second episode so far. So, so far, so good. <laughs> Um, and today I want to talk about the LGBTQ community. Um, I myself am a straight woman, um, but I have some very, very close friends. I have family members that are a part of that community. Um, so it's something that hits really close to home. It's something that I'm extremely passionate about. Again, I haven't been through it firsthand, but... I have seen people go through it and, you know, it's something that I think people need to talk about. Um, And especially if you are, you know, if you are straight, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, addressing these problems. Um, So first of all, I recently went up to my cousin's. And my cousin and his fiance, they are both gay. They are both amazing, amazing people. I love them to bits. Um, they had a friend over who was pansexual. 
And for anybody who doesn't know what pansexual is, it is somebody who doesn't, you know, their sexual choice isn't based on the sex, you know, or the gender. They're purely just based on the personality. Um, which, come on, I think is awesome. You know, you can't really put anybody down for that. Like, they would rather be attracted to somebody because of their personality rather than their looks. I think that's awesome. So for all you pansexuals out there, I'm rooting for you. Anyway, so, you know, anybody who knows me knows that I love to give advice. I'm I'm really good at listening. Um, so when I got home my my cousin's fiance said to this this guy you know um you know why don't you talk to Courtney she's great at listening she might be able to help more than I can and I said to him I said look I said I'm here to listen to you I'm here to help you don't have to tell me anything that you don't want to tell me but I'm an open book I won't judge you can tell me whatever you want I had no idea how painfully deep the conversation was about to get you know, I, you know, I just automatically assumed maybe he was just having dramas at home. Maybe he was having work drama, friend drama. You know, I just assumed it was going to be something along those lines. So when I sat down and I started talking to him, he stated that, you know, he was pansexual and he just started a new job. And he was so excited to start his new job. He, you know, it was a career that he'd wanted to do. And he was only there about two days when some fellow colleagues um, had some nasty comments towards him and his sexuality. Mind you, they had no idea what his sexuality was. Um, And that was one thing I asked him. I said, you know, did they know that you were pansexual? And he said no. You know, they had no idea. They did continue to ask, but initially with the first comments... They had no idea, which makes it so much worse. Um, But the comments that they made to him really hit home. You know, it was a comment on his sexuality, but little did they know it brought up a lot of personal stuff with him, like it would. Um, And that is something that is not okay. That is something that a lot of people don't understand. You think you're commenting on somebody's outfit, or their sexual choice, or the way that they look, you know, you think you're targeting one thing. When realistically, for all you know, as soon as you target that one thing, it's like a chain reaction. It brings up past experiences, it brings up other issues in their life that they are trying to deal with, other things that they are trying to heal from, and you have no idea. So, you know, you throw one snowball at this person without knowing them, and 10 minutes later it's a full-blown avalanche that you have no idea about so that's one thing I want to I want to stress to everybody is you don't you don't do that you know that's that's not okay and like I said to this guy you know it's 2020 let's be realistic gay marriage is now legal women and men have the same rights black and white have the same rights you know It's 2020, so realistically, we should not be judging people on their sexuality. We have come so far in so many things, but for some reason, most of the population is stuck in the mindset of, you're different, so you're weird. 
you know, I don't understand you, I don't understand your sexuality, so therefore therefore you must be a freak. And that's not okay. I I cannot stress enough how much it upsets me and it hurts me that people can be like that. You know, one of the best TV shows that I have ever watched is Queer Eye. I love them. I love them so much, you know, and every episode without fail, I cried. I cried like a little bitch. (laughs) But, you know, it was for things that, you know, the silent struggles that people go through and, you know, the things that they have to hide from people, the the things they have to realise about themselves or, you know, the journey that they go through, we have no idea. Like me as a straight woman, I don't know what everybody else goes through. You know, I I sympathise and I'm, you know, I don't judge anybody. But personally, I I cannot say that I've been through that. I cannot say that, you know, I was afraid to come out to anybody and, you know, that I had people judge me based on who I wanted to love and as a straight woman, that upsets me. That upsets me that someone would have to go through that because, you know, I'm all for romance and I'm all for love. And if you fall in love with somebody that's the same sex as you or, you know, you fall in love with whoever, you know, it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be something that people judge you for. You fall in love with who you fall in love with. End of story. You should be able to live happily ever after with whoever you want. And as far as being who you are, you know, if you are male that dresses like a female or vice versa, or if you were born a female and believed that you were supposed to be male, you want to go through the changes of, of becoming a male or the surgery, um, you know, if that's what you want to do, then you do it. You know, it's simple. Um, and I know it's it's simple, but... It's hard because people aren't going to understand. You know, there are going to be people out there that are going to judge you and people that are going to, you know, um, not be okay with it. But we need to be okay with it because that is that is who they are. To me, there is no difference between, you know, there's no difference between a woman coming up to me and saying, I feel like I was supposed to be a man I'm going to go get a surgery and I'm going to become a man. I'm going to become the person who I wanted to be. There's no difference between that and a woman coming up to me saying, you know, I want to be a vet. I'm going to go and study and I'm going to pursue a career in being a vet because that's who I want to be. There is no difference in those two scenarios for me. It is simply one person wanting to be who they want to be. It's simple. Um, so I'm, you know, it's a touchy subject, I understand. And for anybody listening who is part of that community, please message me. You know, I would love to hear anything that you have to say if you want to, you know, tell me something that's happened to you guys or something that's happened close to somebody that you know. If you just want to give me feedback on anything that I've said today, I'm an open book. i really hope that I haven't offended anybody. I'm I'm hoping that I, I haven't. I, I'm sure I didn't. But again, please, if I got anything wrong, um, you know, I'm an open book. You know, nothing is wrong. Nothing. There's no wrong answers here. So please send me an email at starcrossedopinions at hotmail.com.
and tell me what you think tell me your stories because we need to talk about this sort of thing we need to talk about you know what defines us what who we are we need to show people that you know everybody's the same we are literally all human we were all born we will all die so you know life is short don't judge somebody at all um and i know this was a extremely short podcast but i will be uploading another one later on um this was just something that you know i've been thinking about and something that is really important to me something that is really close to my heart so i'm hoping that you guys got something out of this um and you know i will upload another podcast later and you know enjoy life love everybody love is love no matter what okay thank you